I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison. This is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files. Today, Allison, we are back in a bed together <laughs> again. And we're on location. In our natural state. In bed. In bed. Together. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we're on location. Uh-huh. We're on location at your parents' house. We are indeed at <gasps> my parents' house. The curtain has been lifted. Well, what? how excited would you say that you are? And and has it measured up so far? Out of a 10, I would rate this a 12. Oh, my God. In terms of seeing... Sookiness? <laughs> yes. You do have a couple ghosts in the closet. <laughs> Seeing, let's see, we went on a tour today. You showed us every place you kissed someone. I did. There were a lot of places. The old uh, Allison and Ross makeout tour. You smooched a lot, buddy. I did a lot of smooching. <laughs> My favorite part is when you couldn't remember which person you smooched, but you were positive you smooched people. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it happened. those boys, they all look the same. <laughs> My favorite part is just using numbers. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Number three, he was nice. I liked him. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're uh, stopping around the old Comax Valley. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, here house-sitting for my parents, and Courtney decided to drop in. Yep. Yeah, and without without telling you. <laughs> and then also your parents did as well. Yeah, so it's just been a real party. <laughs> it's been good. We had a barbecue. Mm-hmm. I feel refreshed. Yeah. But I also feel like I want to nap and not talk about the X-Files. Oh, that's all I want to do. Oh. God, this episode. Comax Valley. Comax? Comax. Comax. Comax Valley has this real good vibe where it's just like, you know what? Go to the patio. Have a beer. Have a nap. I love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm. you know, it's nice. You sit on the patio. You crack a brewski. Yeah. You kick back and you watch a dog. Just do stuff. Yeah. Oh, and my dog has done stuff. Oh, he does stuff. <laughs> All right. But instead, we're here. We are two episodes away from finishing this fucking season. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Allison, give me that Netflix description. Well, it's not from Netflix anymore because you know they, they did take it off about two years ago. <laughs> it's still on there. Uh... If you look hard enough. Okay, so we watched season seven, episode two. 20 fight club here's the description Mulder and Scully run into a pair of doppelgangers who whenever they draw near to one another cause disaster to unfold hmm now where would they come up with an idea like this you wonder didn't they already do a twin episode oh yeah what does Chris Carter have against twins uh I don't know if he has something against him I think he's got something for him maybe and twins (laughs) Maybe he's like really into Devil Mint Gum. Oh, yeah. And he's like, that's spooky. Uh, that's my whole deal. They have to like cast for twins. They have to find a lot of twins for Not that for commercial. This. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, actually, so this episode was inspired by a quote unquote long lost nugget of a story uh. that series creator Chris Carter had thought about a while back about uh, mismatched twins that had an almost nuclear reaction when they were around each other. Ah, nugget. Another word for turd. <laughs> Yeah. You think he just like keeps his ideas in a little journal? Yeah, I think he does it. He has a dream journal. Ooh. Um, but all of his dreams are about movies that he's seen. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but not but not he doesn't remember the plot i don't think chris carter's ever had an original dream in his life <laughs> this was about fight club with with two twins and they fight <laughs> right yeah that's what it's yeah, about yeah 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 um and brad pitt's in it and capitalism's good actually oh want to see that dream journal <laughs> my favorite thing that we've done at comox is um i've decided i'm a smoothie boy yeah and uh, at the smoothie bar, which I haven't been to since 1997, mm-hmm. uh, they did have, I would say, dream journals. Yeah. Just lying around of the children. Yeah. It just uh, it's little sketchbooks that people can just draw in when they're hanging out there. And there was a variety of stuff. There were. Uh, not less furry art, mm-hmm. but more emo drawings of gargoyles. Yeah. A lot demons. of that. There's a horse thigh. Ooh. <laughs> there was also... An alarming amount of Instagram. Kids are just putting their Insta <laughs> handles out there into the world. Yeah. Don't they know? They don't. Because I mean, are they not getting the same talks we we got them when we were kids of like, uh, strange men will come up to you and they will try to assault you. Wait, did you get that talk? Yeah. I didn't get any of that talk. Really? None. Uh, yeah, all of our stranger danger talks scared the shit out of me really? as a child because it was like, this is going to happen to you. It's so funny because you were on those, those chats too on the internet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did those chats. I did some chats. I never did chats. I think I'm just a fearful child. My, well, my friends were being into it. I was very afraid of oh, it. Oh, you were. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I did, you know, do it at times. <laughs> but the kids and their dream journals. Yeah. They're dreaming about stuff. They're journaling, but it's in they're, public. They're dreaming that you will uh, follow them on Instagram. It's all about them likes, huh? <laughs> Gotta get those likes. Gosh. The likes on this episode, I would give it a a thumbs down. That's not how Instagram works, I would give and you it, know that. Uh, I would like it and then unlike it. So okay. they're aware. Do you ever do that? Yeah, sometimes I accidentally like things. And then you're like, oh, no. Because I'm like, I don't like that actually. <laughs> this slime video that I just am watching, my my thumb brushed up against it, and I liked it. Oh, God, I don't like that. <laughs> and that poor 12-year-old child who's trying to sell that slime is like, who's liking and unliking? And it's me. This episode... Do you want me to read the... Um, I would love for you to read literally anything about this episode. The... I would say the reviews... Yeah. ...are better than the episode itself. Oh, really? Yes. Um. So, before we get into it, because I think we're going to maybe talk about the episode for about 20 minutes. Yeah. Because... And then talk about your sexcapades. Yeah. For the that, rest of the time. Because, <laughs> gosh, the tour? Three hours long. <laughs> um... Critical reception to Fight Club was largely negative. Ooh. Uh, the AV Club gave the episode a D minus. They called it dire stuff. <laughs> uh, there's something rancid about forced quirk. It's rotten and smug. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, they said that Griffin's inability to portray two separate characters, as well as Carter's failure at writing a comedic stri- script, uh, was relentless, uh, s- relentless self-awareness that wasn't amusing anymore. Yeah. My favorite, um, Ken Silver from Space.com, which probably isn't a thing anymore, mm-hmm. but it lives 
highly in my heart because of this review. Uh, uh, Kenneth says, this episode conveys a strong sense of a writer, director, and actors merely going through the motions, collecting their sizable paychecks while running out the clock on the season and the series. The plot is not compelling, the agents themselves do not take it seriously, and the doppelgangers around whom the action revolves are more than ciphers. You know what? I feel like we don't even have to watch the X-Files anymore. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's like we get it. <laughs> can can we just read the Wikipedia? Oh, yeah. Then, I... then we can just, you know, talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> this episode had the same problems that a lot of Chris Carter's episodes have, which is that for everything in it to occur as expected, the characters participating in the, the uh, plot... Um, <laughs> you did use air quotes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the the pair the characters uh, participating have to have some sort of horrible brain fog that doesn't oh, l- yeah. allow them to experience reality. <laughs> There's a lot of that, huh? Because otherwise, it's just like none of this makes any sense. If these are people with agency and the ability to, you know, perform critical thinking, then they would not be in the situation they're in. But this is a Chris Carter episode. None of the characters have agency nope or critical thinking nope. skills even the agents themselves or decent dialogue oh boy yeah kathy my girl kathy my friend gee you gotta Ooh, it was it was stiff and not in a hot way much like the music it was cacophonous <laughs> maybe maybe mark snow was the only person who understood this episode for what it was and yeah. made the music reflect he it went hot wild it was like a Trent Reznor reject album. Oh my god, yeah. Right? The kind you download for free off of LimeWire and it's labeled Nine Inch Nails and you download it and it's definitely not Nine Inch Nails. There was a scene, a two-hander between Scully and this very angry man in a jail cell and there was a sting after literally every line. A slide whistle even. Uh, it was uh, perplexing to say the least. <laughs> I just don't understand anything. Okay, I have one, two... Three, four, five, six. I got seven notes. I got seven points. Oh, man. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. And one of those is a Polly Shore reference, so. <laughs> so you count that twice. Making copies. Oh. <laughs> Leaning Tower of Pisa. <laughs> Sorry. Pisa. <laughs> Did uh, Polly Shore voice that character? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's how I know Polly Shore. Oh. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Polly Shore was in the Goofy movie and the Goofy movie too. I would say an underrated sequel, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Well, now I just want to go listen to Eye to Eye. Ooh. Oh. The Goofy movie is one of those movies that, as a kid, I got really sad because I realized about my own own mortality and my relationship with my own father, yeah. which wasn't and isn't very good. Uh-huh. Um, though I found the secret, Allison. Have your dad retire, and he gets happy, and he has hobbies, (laughs) and he just wants to talk to you about everything, and it's great. That does sound good. Oh, I don't know about uh, uh, your papa, but sometimes just driving in the car, it's like, should we talk about things? (laughs) One time, my dad, after he retired, uh, he just texted, I love you, 
And I panicked thinking someone was dying. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, is something wrong? My dad loves to send me, like, Facebook messages with funny memes and cute animals and stuff. Yeah. But one out of every 99 times is because he got in a car accident. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So now every time he sends me a message, I do have a moment of panic. Yeah, it's terrifying. Dads who show emotion. Especially if he sends something to me and both my brothers at the same time. Oh, no. Then I'm like, oh, God, who died? I know. I was like, why? Well, you know what? Dads, they got to figure themselves out. Yeah. Right? And for us, we're going to be our own dads. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I wish Chris Carter had a dad. Obviously, he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Show your work. (laughs) Because if he had a dad, he'd have someone to tell him how dumb he was. (laughs) That checks out. Right? Yeah. Okay, let's Let's, let's do the broad strokes uh, of this episode. In your parents' bed. I insisted that we actually recorded in your parents bed and you were against it yeah well that room is a lot bigger so it has a lot more uh, echo factor and not because you wanted didn't want to be in your parents bed well yeah the main reason was the sound quality (laughs) this is the most sinful thing we can do in a bed (laughs) (laughs) so there are two mormons Mm -hmm. we know they're mormons because they got white shirts and they wear bicycles Mm -hmm. and they wear silly underwear yeah can i have a question i have a question about the underwear yeah i hear that Mormons have special underwear, but I don't know, like, does it harness the genitals? No, it's like, um, you know, like, old-timey bathing suits? Yeah. It's like that, but, like, white and a different fabric. Oh, like a onesie. Yeah, but it just goes down the thighs, and it's like a tank top. All the way. No, it doesn't, I don't think it goes all the oh. way to the knees, but I'm not sure. I've actually never seen it. Butt flap? Uh, I don't believe there's a butt flap. The only reason I know any of this is because I did read a romance between two <gasps> Mormon boys that was written by um it was written by a woman who had previously been a member of the Mormon faith, but then when one of her kids came out, she got up, she took him and left. I love her. And then she wrote a book about two Mormon boys who go on a they uh, go on a their you know those trips they do. Uh, they go to Spain. Yeah, and uh, they fall in love. And they, but they can't because they got that special underwear that has you know, down on law. Yeah. How do you, you know? You just take it. You have to. That's the point. You have to take it off to you know. Poo. Oh, <laughs> that too. <laughs> oh man. So it's like, oh man. How? They constantly have that thing of like you know when you wear a, a romper, um, a romper, yeah, and you're just sitting in a toilet with your, your tits out, <laughs> your fucking romper around your ankles. They have that all the time. All the time. Is that freeing? Is it freeing in a romper? It I feels just, extremely. I feel. I feel like I've been harassed. Yeah, it feels like exposing <laughs> by the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's what Mormons are into. Yeah. Right. Maybe. Mm, that naked shit. So they go to the door of a woman, and she. We don't see her face, and, but we hear her voice, and it's Kathy Griffin, Ugh. and she's like, "No thanks." And then they go to another house, and it's an identical Kathy Griffin, but we don't see her face, and she's like, "No thanks." And then they get in a big fist fight on the lawn, and the music is absolutely horrible to listen to with human ears. Ooh, boy. It just doesn't... Is it? It's trying to force us into thinking that this is funny. Yeah. That's the whole episode, is the music uh, and every part of it trying to convince us that it's funny. It reminded me vaguely of that dark time in all of our lives where we used to watch Family Guy and think it's funny, Mm -hmm. and the time where the, the fat man... Mr. Griffin 
uh, fought the big chicken. Yeah. And it was a fight for about 15 minutes. Everyone thought it was so funny. Because they were really trying to harness the power of, like, something's funny and then it's not funny anymore. And then it goes on so long it becomes funny again, ostensibly. it wasn't. No, it wasn't. And this is the same thing. This episode goes on forever. Oh, we're still watching it right now. (laughs) Can't end. Uh, so the Mormons fight, yeah. and we're like, okay, what's going on? It's the it's a fight club. The first rule is fight shut club. Shut the fuck up <laughs> and fight someone. <laughs> Do you think you would last long in a fight? No, no. <laughs> you don't think you'd be a little scrappy? Well, I think it depends who it's against. If it's just against any random old person, no, I don't think so. If it's against no. someone I have some sort of vendetta against, I feel like I would have a little more temerity. Let's say it, an equal. Okay. And you, they did you wrong. They wronged me. Yes. Um, then, yeah, I think I'd do okay. I think you would break the rules. Oh, absolutely. I would fight dirty. I think you- Without question. <laughs> you're, a, you're a younger sibling. Yeah. With two big brothers. So, um, yeah, I think there'd be some teeth evolved. Yeah, rule one, hair pulling. Rule two, biting. Rule three, go for the genitals. Oh, I, rule one is go for the genitals. <laughs> rule two, titty twisters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I'd hold up on a fight. Yeah. One time, has anyone threatened you to fight? Mm, I don't think so. There was a girl in grade, I'm going to say seven, and I don't know, she just didn't like me. Mm-hmm. Her hair were like, she was like blonde with like sausage ring curls. Oh my God. And she was very short. She was like, oh God. You know the villain from Cats Don't Dance? Yeah. Her. <laughs> and she hated me and she wanted to fight me in the gym uh, changing rooms. Wow. Yeah, she told me so. She said I was she was going to beat me up. And I never went in the changing rooms again. <laughs> so, so that's how you do in a fight. I just don't show up. <laughs> it worked out fine. Yeah. I think I could have taken her. She's going to show up at uh, your work one day. Is she? Yeah. Oh, no. And then you'll be in for it. She did. Well... I'm bigger and stronger. That's true. Currently. But what if she's also been lifting weights? Oh, well, I meant like morally. Oh. I'm not actually. But what if she can squat more than you? Oh, she can. I can't squat a thing. Okay. My back hurts. I'm 32. (laughs) (laughs) So this fighting goes on not just with the Mormons, but two agents we think are Mulder and Scully. Because we're supposed to think. But they're not. It's David Duchovny's stunt double. And uh, Mitch's wife? Yep. That's a weird thing. Yep. Do you think she just was Um, around? I don't think it's a weird thing because I think the X-Files has a history of needing actresses and just asking wives of people who work on the show. Oh, that's true. Absolutely it is. Can they just not... Do they just don't know how to talk to women? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) It's like, hey, you have a woman. Or they're like, this one's as good as any other one. (laughs) Let's put a wig on her. It's fine. (laughs) So they fight too. Yeah, they also fight. So it's an X-File because fighting is happening. Yeah. But there's no club. Yeah. It's not an initiation. You know what's? I've just literally just realized? Uh. The Mulder and Scully doppelgangers have nothing to do with anything. Why are they there? I don't know. Is it funny? I think it's supposed to be funny. Do we know what's funny anymore? Nope. (laughs) Here's the thing. I think we've been doing this for what, like three years? Yeah. I'm pretty sure we think we're funny. We've got a pretty skewed sense of humor now. It's just us. (laughs) What we say is funny is funny. Everything else is... Uh, I can't believe that those doppelgangers had nothing to do with the plot. And after that, the scene of Mulder explaining... 
to Skelly that two agents had gotten in a fight. We never heard hide nor hear of them again. No. <laughs> well, now I'm mad. So I've become furious. More <laughs> oh, steam is coming out of their ears. Oh, no. <laughs> so, okay. God. Um, so Kathy Griffith. Gri- Griffins. Why did I say Ka- Griffith? Kathy- I don't know. Who's a Griffin? Um, you're thinking of what's a what's Kelly the, Griffith? Kelly Gri- no, yeah, Kelly Rippa. Kelly Rippa replaced Kathy. Kathy. Oh, was there another Kathy? Ugh. Is a, sorry, is this a Kathy Gri- a two Kathy situation? I think there's an Ugh Griffy. <laughs> there's Ken Griffey Jr. Ugh Griffey. Yeah. There's a we, were, we got a two Kathy situation. It's a bit of a romp. So. Yeah, so they're getting the same job at a Kinko's. And they're like, act chocolate. <laughs> no one will date me. <laughs> Is Kathy still a comic that exists in the world? I think so. I want Kathy to get um, an update in the style of Nancy. What do you mean? Have you seen the new Nancy comics? No. Um is it Nancy? I yeah, so. I think yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. She's yeah. got a little fro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they got they got a new cartoonist to do Nancy, and the jokes are all extremely like meta and incredibly well put together. Well, I'm gonna go check um, gocomics.com today on Kathy. Let's see. Yeah, what's what happening Kathy today? Today's comic is. I'm just gonna update it. Um, let's see. Let's see. It's a one now. Here's the thing. Oh God, it's so so. Should I just describe it? I would love for you to okay. do that. I'm going to just paint you a visual picture. First um, first panel is, of course, Kathy with mm-hmm. a heart. Mm-hmm. It is written by... Oh, my God. It's written by Kathy. <laughs> She's become sentient. <laughs> is this a, like autobiography? Does this, what it does. Is this look? By Kathy. By Kathy. Oh, my God. It Maybe it is autobiographical. So the first... Oh, no. The f- oh jeez oh well. uh, so it's it starts with a t-shirt with a label 1968 it's a big t-shirt then it goes to smaller and smaller t-shirts uh 2000 and or sorry 1998 is very tiny yeah uh 2008 is a uh, very tiny now is that mean that this world Kathy lives in is just in 2008 uh maybe yeah uh so. It's a, this is an UGG situation. It is an UGG situation. Because this is about Kathy shopping for the white tea, and she is visiting her friend, the shopkeep, uh-huh. who is in every Kathy. <laughs> She's got this voluminous hair. She's got a pencil sticking out of her head. Oh, yeah. And, and here's the thing. All these white t-shirts are just too tiny. Mm-hmm. Am I right? And uh, here's the thing. For him, for a man... All the t-shirts are fine. <laughs> Here's the thing Kathy says. She says, there's nothing classic for women. And the shopkeeper says, how much more classic than this situation can you get? Oh, boy. Misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, Kathy, you're right. That's pretty accurate, I actually, it. Kathy. I get it. Thank you. Oh, man. Situation <laughs> ugh. <laughs> July chocolate for feet. Am I right? <laughs> July 14, 2019. Damn. Talking about the important things. Did you say 2014? 2019. Okay. Wait, what year are we again? <laughs> I've been Kathy. Oh, Allison, you can buy a print of this comic. Are you gonna? Well, I'm gonna see how much it costs. <laughs> 
Hey, Allison, how much would you spend? What is the upper limits of what you would spend for this Kathy? 50 cents? Now, let me just tell you some features about this Kathy comic. It goes up to 11 uh, 11 by 17. Okay. You can get it matted (laughs) and framed. The answer is $239. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, okay, but is it? Does that come with sort of a screen over top that if I should get chocolate on it, I can easily wipe it off? No. Well, it's a frame, so there would be glass on it. Well, Courtney, I only have one thing to say to that. Ugh, ack. Oh, <laughs> oh no! I forgot her famous line. <laughs> oh, I know what I'm doing with my paycheck later. Uh-huh. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, the X Files. Oh no! So the two Kathy Griffins are both. Well, one of them's in her got a boyfriend, and he's a bank bank robber and a wrestler. And then the other Kathy Griffin's in a bar, and then the same self same bank wrestler comes up to her, um, and he looks like uh, Mickey Rourke and Mr. Cellophane. Mr. Cellophane had a child, Mm -hmm. and um, then he so he. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the, the what really bakes my beans. Is this the brain fog? Yeah, this yeah. is the brain fog. So Mulder and Scully have already talked to this guy because they know that he's with the Kathy. What? Yeah. Ca- not Kathy Prime. Um, and <laughs> I don't think they're either of them are Prime, my friend. <laughs> okay, oh Kathy Beta and Kathy <laughs> Omega. <laughs> yeah, they're Betas already. So Kathy Beta, he, he they've already talked to him because they know that he's dating her. Yeah, um, and he's like. Except they don't ask him about her. They ask him about Kathy Omega. Yeah. Who has a different name. Yeah. So he's like, I don't know who that is. And they're like, here's a picture of you. And then for some reason they don't. That's kind of where it ends. Um, And (laughs) they're bad detectives. They're bad at their jobs. (laughs) And so then he goes to a bar where he's supposed to meet Kathy Beta, but he sees Kathy Omega and he hits on her and orders her a drink. And she's like, how did you know what kind of drink I like? But they, but he ostensibly, ostensibly, he thinks that that's. Does he in this moment know that that's Kathy Beta, Kathy Omega, or does he think it's Kathy Beta? I think throughout he's he recognizes that they're two different women. Okay, but he never says anything. No, he does about it. There are no comments made to that regard, like. Because at one point they have sex. Yeah, Kathy Omega and and Andre the Giant have uh-huh. sex, and. Then she leaves, and then the other Kathy comes, and he's like, it's not like he's mystified. It doesn't phase him at no, all. not at all. And no commentary is ever made by him on that subject. So either brain fog or he knows. And he just doesn't give a shit? And he's like, and twist? <laughs> Do you think it's just like, he's like, yeah. Yeah, maybe. What is the appeal there? Of tweens? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> Four boobs, baby. Yeah, but it's like, why would you... I mean, what... If you're getting two scoops, you're not getting two scoops of vanilla. That's true. And the scoops probably aren't going to be on the same cone. That's too much. <laughs> you're going to get a tummy ache. I think just why Why wouldn't you want variety? Why wouldn't people you want... people who don't share the exact same genome? <laughs> Look... Yeah, I don't get it. Mm-mm. And do they think because they're twins, they like to kiss? I have no idea. What do cis-het males mystify me? <laughs> they're like a puzzle box. We should do a like a, a series where we ask them questions about twins <laughs> and just see what they say. Hey, twins, what do you think? What do you think? Mm-hmm. Twins? Twins? <laughs> 
and <laughs> so oh man okay so andre the giant is dating both of these fucking he's both now he's them. dating both and they both okay so scully finds out that they've basically been following each other from town to town for like 17 years but they think that they're running away from one e- another each one thinks that the other is the aggressor yeah and when they oh we left out i guess the x-file when they get together spooky things people happen. start fighting or yeah. glass all the glass breaks or Why? or a, another particular thing which we'll get to oh my god the suck <laughs> yep uh why i don't i don't know that it's ever explained and it's weird because in this episode scully is being the one who's like She's i, like, know, I know what it is and so Mulder's very hands-off about yeah. it and also continues to be a massive asshole <laughs> He's very mightier than thou, huh? He really is. He's like, oh, I guess you have this one. Well, okay, you don't need me. <laughs> this one's on you. So Mulder meets a man, mm-hmm. Mr. Saperstein. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Argyle Saperstein. He's He's got some good outfits. He's also smoking the biggest cigar I have ever seen. It's a real seen. chunker. He's a brick. <laughs> It's a stick of dynamite. He sucks it down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> While he coyotes that shit. <laughs> so, wh- how? I don't know. Why? Do mm, not know. No idea. When? Um. <laughs> yeah. What do they talk about? Not really sure. Yeah. So, I think we, we piece together that Mr. Argyle is, or Mr. Stapperstein, Steen, whatever. That's a we- That was a weird line, too, that they're, anyway. Um, that he is a fight manager yeah for wrestlers and bart no brent no who's the wrestler guy something zupatic the titanic the titanic the titanic zupanic titanic yeah uh he owes our guy a lot of money yeah why don't know uh so in order to fight in this next fight the wrestler needs to pay argyle and it's a whole thing i don't Honestly, there's a lot of things that just really don't add up about this. Why is Mulder working with a man who fixes fights? How did Mulder get to know this man? How did they meet each other? On Craigslist? (laughs) Hey, I'm looking for a (laughs) good time. Looking for a good time? I need a man who knows how to smoke him. Oh, so he's the Titanic, but um, I would love to tell you about Titanic 2. What you said about Titanic 2? I don't know what about, what um, is Titanic 2? There two? are, there is a company or people yeah. who are going, they are building um a, an exact replica of the Titanic. What? Uh, That is going to take the exact same route. What? Um, But this time it has enough uh, lifeboats for everybody. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, And they're, they're promising an authentic Titanic experience. The hubris, the hubris of the human race <laughs> is unpalatable. <laughs> um, well, Allison, you know what? What twenty twenty two Titanic two baby set and sail. Let's do it. Oh, they only have a three D rendering of it and not an actual picture. They should have just taken a picture of the real Titanic. Yeah, I mean it's gonna look exactly the same. Look. Allison, I think we need to buy two tickets. Oh, God. <laughs> see uh, see how far we can push God. Well, here's the thing. They don't really have to worry about icebergs. Oh, no. 
<laughs> oh no. No, it'll be the trash bird. Yeah. <laughs> floating trash. Oh, oh, you know what? Aww. 2018, the Blue Star Line, which is funny because the original one was the White Star Line, mm-hmm. in a press release on their official website announced that the work that the project would recommence. Oh, that's not bad. So they're still working on yeah, it. Yeah, they're still chugging away. Um, I think instead we should go to the Titanic musical. Okay. Which is apparently done in water. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. They got like rigging. So the seating, it's like a Cirque du Soleil. So you have kind of a seating and then you have a pool in front of you where the orchestra would be and then like rigging all around. Oh. Yeah. When I was a kid, um, they did a Titanic exhibit at the big Royal Museum. That Taurus? Yeah. 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 And I went to that uh-huh. and when you went into it they gave you a little like boarding ticket yeah that with like the name of a real person that was on the titanic yeah um and like their job and when they were born and who they were and so you like you're like okay this is me and then you go through it and then at the end you can see if you died ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's when your complexes started yep uh apparently there was a Apparently, there was a shrum on the Titanic. Oh, really? A great, great aunt. Uh-huh. Uh, she died. Oh, yeah. And um, that's why we're not American. Okay. Apparently. Interesting. Interesting. So uh, the, the shrum crew tried to go over from, uh, I don't know, wherever the fuck we were from. I don't know. German? Polish? I don't know. Who knows? No one knows <laughs> what we are. Mm. Uh, and they they tried once and it didn't work out so well. Yeah. And uh, we tried again. And then we ended up in uh, Canada. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Canada. Yeah. And then apparently, because there's a uh, West Coast Shrum and East Coast Shrum, mm-hmm. we're kind of like Biggie Smalls and uh, Jesus Snoop. Because <laughs> uh, uh, West Coast Shrums dropped an M. Mm, they just got they just got the one M. Like Mr. GM Shrum. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's uh he's my unky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, actually. Um, okay, so Mulder and Scully, they try to find these ladies. Yes. Because the, they've been causing so much damage all over town. And they both go to a copy center, and they each find one of them working at the copy center. Yeah. And um, then oh Mulder talks to his, but the other one drives away from Scully and drives directly past Mulder and his Kathy. Um, <laughs> and what happens is that a large cyclone of smoke comes up out of a manhole. Yeah. And sucks him into it. It was like a Gumby cartoon. It was incredible. I could watch that all day long. And he stayed in there for a good while. He was just in there. Just in the sewers. Now, here's the thing. Like, a lot of manholes, like Colin pointed out, aren't just sewer system. It's just a very tight hole. Yeah. Yeah. Where you put one man in there. And they, they later refer to it as a storm drain, which is a different thing. Maybe that's where just, it lives. Maybe he just went on an adventure. He just went on a little slip and slide. He just found sh- Splinter and <laughs> made some friends. Got, got some za. Oh, yeah. Do you think if you did live down the sewer, you could order pizza? Or is that just a New York it thing? It depends how big the manhole is, right? That's true. Manholes are way more heavy than I imagined. But it's just got to be, you know, you can't order a pizza that's bigger than the manhole, right? No, or you fold it. <laughs> I don't think little, that's, that's not allowed. That's why they have the little vents. <laughs> or calzone it. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think the best manhole food would be dumplings. Yeah, absolutely. You just pop them right in there. Pop them right down that hole. <laughs> pizza pockets. Individual <gasps> bubble tea bobas. Ooh. <laughs> Just c- 
cusp your mouth around the vent. <laughs> That's how they fed Mulder down yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. So Mulder is down there, and while Mulder's down there, no one's really concerned. No one's worried. Uh, so Scully goes to visit the dad. Yeah, she finds the, the dad, so this guy... He's angry. Yeah, he's very angry man. He's the angriest man in the world, and he donated his sperm to a sperm bank, and that is how the Cathys were born. From two different moms? Two different mothers. Okay. Um, but because, so the thing is, because their dad is so angry, yeah. they then, whenever they're near each other, cause violence to happen because Chris Science. Carter is a clown man from planet... <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> hey, you're, uh, don't just besperge clowns. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. We had a couple of good ones, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there were yeah. the racist clowns. We don't, but... Juggalos, we're kind of okay with them. Juggalos. You know, I am I am 180-ing with the Juggalo fam. I get it. Okay, now, I learned recently that Juggalo makeup actually makes it difficult for um, face identification technology to work on you. Well, is that why they do it? No, but... <gasps> You can be a clown and do crime? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, I get it, Batman. Okay. <laughs> I get it now. Okay. I get it now. Oh, boy. Uh, So Mulder is in the hall, and Scully... Okay. Is talking to an angry man. Is talking to the angry man. The angry man is supposed to be funny, because the music has got a slide whistle. Blah, blah, blah. But Scully also finds that... The wrestler man, yeah, has also also a twin, a twin um, who's in the in the clink for robbing a bank. Um, and meanwhile, the wrestler that we're familiar with, uh, he is asking uh, one of the Cathys to help him come up with the money so that he can fight. Yeah, because he had to give the money back to the Argyle. I don't know what the happened. criminal who Mulder hangs out with. Yes, yes. Um, and then. Oh, so Kathy, what Kathy does, how she makes that happen is she takes some money to the copy place where she works <sighs> and she puts it in the copier. She makes copies of it. That's funny. It's hilarious. And you know how I know? Because uh, there was a music sting. I loved it. What I hated is she didn't even put the lid down on the Yeah, copier. you're going to run out of toner. The toner situation? Out of control. <laughs> Look. A lot of my job is about toner. <laughs> I do a lot of copying. So here's what happens. Yeah. Uh, the Titanic, he fight. Mm. He's a he's a face, he by the way. He's a face. He's not a heel. I pegged him for a heel. Yeah. Um, he, he was doing this fight really bad. Mm-hmm. I've been into some wrestling in my day, and if I paid good money in a big arena like that and saw that fight, I'd be very upset. <laughs> Uh, no men were flying around. It was very standard. So, he fight. And because Kathy's both got him money. Yeah. But then they see each other. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Uh-huh. And so everyone fight. Everyone starts to fight in the whole auditorium. Everyone kung fu fighting. Mm-hmm. And then They're Scully's- fast as lightning. <laughs> Thank you. Scully says, I wait. I got- I solved it. And he bring- she brings in another- Wrestler. Wrestler who looks- like, like the first wrestler. Who I thought was the father. Yeah, but it, was it was very, very um, And unclear. then so the wrestlers see each other. Okay, so when she brings in the first wrestler initially, everyone stops fighting. Yes. And then the wrestlers see each other and then everyone starts fighting again. Yeah. Fade to black. Uh-huh. And then Scully... <laughs> 
basically explains to Murray or oh, who? <laughs> well, um, uh, Skelly explains to Mulder and the Argyle Saberstein, yeah. uh, who is inexplicably there. Yeah, just that- hey, just hanging out in their office. <laughs> She explains that sometimes uh, people are born and they look identical because they're fraternal twins, except that's not how that works. Um, And uh, also, they should stay away from each other at all costs. The end. The end. Now, hey, Allison. Yeah. That's how it ended. But do you know how it should have ended? No, but I would love to find out. Oh, I was hoping you would know. Oh, yeah. Okay. I I think I got one, though. Oh, well, I'm ready to hear it. Okay. Chris Carter and friends, I know you tried real hard, but you shed the bed again on this one. Nothing to fear, Courtney and Allison are here to clean up the mess that you've done. It's how it should have ended if you weren't so fucking bad at writing. Um, so fade to black. Yeah. Because our girl's in the office. And then open up on episode 21, mm-hmm. uh, season 7, and our girl's still there. <laughs> just part of the team now <laughs> i love that he's, he doesn't do any police work per se because he's you know he's not, got his own business he's just he's got his own he's got his own situation but he's just the wisecracking old guy who has a snappy dresser mm-hmm. big cigar and you know what he's just long for the ride <laughs> Here's my okay. conception. Good. Um, okay, so what I think is that uh, Fade to Black. Yeah. Um, or not Fade to Black. Mulder, they're in the office. Scully gives her speech. Mulder's like, oh, actually, I got to be late um, for this dinner. I'm going to go have dinner with Skinner. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go meet Skinner's new boyfriend. <gasps> oh, is that how they introduce it? Uh-huh. Is it Argyle? No, he gets to the restaurant. What? And is the Mulder doppelganger. Oh! <laughs> nice. Nice. You know what? I mean, I get it. I get it. Why would you want the package and the 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 just grossness of Fox Mulder when you can just get a cheaper version? Yeah, I have no idea. Mm. <laughs> Good. I love it. Should we rate it? Yeah, let's rate it. I rate on a spooky scale. One is I will have a nap. Five is it's too spooky for me. <laughs> I'm going to give it a negative two because I think we're going to have a nap after this. Yeah. Together. Mm. <laughs> On your parents' bed. Oh, boy. Um, I rate on a range scale. It goes from one, which means this was a great episode, all the way to First Person Shooter, which is our new worst episode yeah. ever. And I'm going to give this a eight. Yeah. Hated it. It was really bad. So we'll, bad. We'll forget it forever. Yeah. Now, I do want to remind everyone, the best episode we had was um, four. Yeah. That was the last one. Yeah, I think so. What was that one about? Don't know. <laughs> we have two episodes left. <laughs> Correct? Yeah. Excellent. Before we delve into predictions, because I think that's what we have to do. Yeah. Um, Allison, we actually are going to go on a little break, summer break. Yeah. To uh, after the season's over, correct? That is correct. Oh, boy. We go on a, what, a three-week? Yeah. Just, like, cleanse. Just get our <sighs> heads and bodies right. We just get, we just stick something right up our hoo-hahs. Okay. And just cleanse it out. Oh, boy. Just then stuff comes in and out and... Woof. <laughs> and then I forget. That's where I keep all my feelings about the X-Files. Right? <laughs> right up our poopers. <laughs> um... While that is going on, I'm sure the 
people would like to listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So where should they go? Oh, you know what? Actually, if you go to majorcastnetwork.com, you'll find a bunch of other great podcasts that are on our network and that have the same kind of fun, easy, horny vibe that we do. Um, Ah, funny, horny. Or as I like to say, honey. Wait. Yeah. Fernie? Is that a city in BC? Uh, yeah, it is. Oh, nice. Um, so you can find lots of great podcasts there, such as this one. Hello there. My name is Katie Wright, and I host Brett Easton Hell Yes, the only podcast dedicated solely to the works of Brett Easton Ellis. Who is Brett Easton Ellis, you may ask? Well, he is the author of such generation-defining novels as American Psycho, Less Than Zero, and The Rules of Attraction famously took on such topics as the nihilism and pessimism of the 80s, the entitlement of the wealthy, uh, and the evils of capitalism. Sounds great, right? Well, it's not that simple, because he's also the man who recently wrote a book that's just basically about how much he triggers millennials, uh, and he's also the man who once famously said that women can't direct. There's a lot to unpack with Brett Easton Ellis. He's wonderful and terrible. I love him as much as I hate him, and I hope that in listening to this podcast, you will come to feel the same way. So please join me on my journey through the wildly inconsistent and problematic, but deeply delightful sometimes works of Brett Easton Ellis on Brett Easton Hell Yes every Sunday on the Major Casts network oh i love that one it makes me so ferny <laughs> gosh <laughs> uh and if you like our podcast and you want to support the network you can go to patreon.com slash major cast even a dollar helps us out even a dollar will do ya. Y- yep yep <laughs> even a- okay oh boy allison it's time for predictions it is is it your turn or my turn uh it is your turn Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Good. Because I tried to predict a monster fight club and I didn't get any points. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. So I'm at, I think at two Mm -hmm. and you're at three. Yeah. So I need a full You really gotta point. This is your chance. Okay. Give me a gimme, please. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so you are predicting season seven, episode twenty-one, je suis hate. <laughs> I I am hate? Je, je, je suis hate? Je suis hate. Just oh, it's two or just so hate. Yeah. Oh god. It's in French. I don't know what it means. <sighs> okay, I'm going to say this is going to be a two-parter. Okay. Can I just get a half point for that? Oh, yeah. Give me a half point for a double episode. You got clearly. it. Or, uh, and then... Two-parter, yeah. Half point for... It's going to be like a cry-check smoking man mm. situation. Mardakuva Ceruvius. She's going to be there. Marita Kovarubius. <laughs> She's going to be there. Hey, did she die? Uh oh. <laughs> Did she die? I don't know. She was very ill. 
No, but didn't we see her? We saw her recently. Did we? Yeah, we did. What? And we couldn't remember her name. Oh, I'm not sure that's true. It is okay. true. <laughs> it is true. She came back and we're oh. like, who's she? And we're like, Marita Kovarubias. Okay. Um, It's a smoking man plot because she d- he did something to Scully and... Uh, uh. You want a half point for largely about smoking man? No. Oh, can I just get a half point for largely about Fox Mulder? No. Oh, damn it. Okay. Half point, two part episode. Mm-hmm. Half point, Fox Mulder is in trouble. Okay. Maybe sick. Okay. And then Scully, and it's the smoking man that's behind it, and Scully's got to do some stuff. Crycheck is also there. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how you want to split it up, but that's what happens. I'll give you a half point for Mulder in Mortal Peril. Okay. Good. Can I have another half point for Crycheck? Can I have another half point for Marita Kubarubias? No. No. You can get two half points. Fine. That make a full point. This is your chance to catch up to me. We are not going to have another season where we tie. I want to. Ugh. It's what friendship is all about. Oh, boy. Allison, that's my prediction. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. Get oh, it. I predict that the space cadets may want to know how to get in touch with us. I guess. In which case, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> um, at uh, Double X Files. That's double spelled out. Wait. Double X Files podcast. No, it's just Double X Files. Wait, our email? Uh, no, I was talking about Facebook and Instagram. Oh. I'm switching it up. Look. We've been apart for so long. I don't remember how this goes anymore. Oh, man. Guide me in. Such a backseat podcaster. <laughs> uh, and as Courtney so kindly put it, you can email us at doublexfallspodcast at gmail.com to tell us about your spookums. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm tired. Whatever. Whatever you like. Whatever you're into. I guess so. <laughs> guess what I'm not into? What? The X-Files. Well. <laughs> tough. <laughs> Until next time, the The truth truth is is out there. there. (laughs) Can't we just end it? (laughs) What? (laughs) Let's drive this bed off a cliff, baby. (laughs) Let's thumb on Louise this bed. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.